Hello and welcome to Behind the Bearcat. This is the podcast where the Northwest Missouri State University Career Services Office chats with Northwest faculty, staff, students, alumni, and friends to hear about their career journeys, how they got to where they are, and how they became Bearcats. I'm Career Services Assistant Director Travis Klein. And I'm Hannah Christian, the Director of Career Services here at Northwest. And big drum roll. I We really need that sound effect. Uh, <laughs> today's guest on our show is... Hi, I'm Lauren Adams, and I'm the multimedia specialist here at Northwest. Welcome, Welcome Lauren. Our first guest of season five. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, of course, this is Career Services, and it is a career podcast. And yes. I do know, because I have background knowledge, you have a pretty special story in terms of how you got to where you are. So please, just Start back at the beginning with young Lauren Adams and tell us how you got here and how you got to where you are today. So growing up, I was really involved in a lot of stuff, didn't really know what I wanted to do. And then I was given a camera, probably about middle school, but I'd always been around cameras. My mom always carried one of those little power shots cameras on her in her purse you know and we were always posing for the camera but also even when we didn't want to analog wait this is very important digital digital Digital. okay Mm -hmm. but it was the power shot like little one like it was small right but then it would zoom out on the front pretty cool back then (laughs) and so I'd already been around all that and seeing you know all these pictures in my mom would scrapbook. And I was like, that's really cool. And so then in middle school, I got one kind of played around with it, would take pictures of my siblings. But then in high school, so when I really was like, wow, I like this. Um, I was in a Christian singing group called the New Generation Singers. And we go on a tour every summer. And that's when I really got to explore kind of my photography style and whatnot. I would take lots of pictures on my trips and I love doing that. But then when it really took off was I was 17 years old. And I remember I was laying in bed. <laughs> my mom comes into my bedroom. It's like a Saturday morning. She's like, Lauren, Nurse Vicky asked if you could film her daughter's wedding. I'm like, what? That's a job? That's a thing? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, she'll give you like $200 and you can use our old camcorder for it. And I was like, whoa, $200? <laughs> yes, please. And so... I remember that summer I was freaked out. Like I, we bought another old camcorder. So there was like two different views, you know, just in case. And, uh, I filmed that wedding and I edited it and not great, (laughs) but to me, I was like, wow, this is so great. And the bride loved it and it was really neat. And so from there, it was just like, wow, like, I think this is something I want to do. So I started my own little side gig business thing and was doing weddings probably half the weekends in the year. It felt like I was doing that through the rest of high school and then all through college while also working at the library here on campus and at a hotel um, in St. Joe that my great uncle owns. So I was really busy and then came to college here. Actually, I met Will Murphy my senior year of high school and realized that broadcast production might be something that I want to go into. So I knew that's what I want to do when I got here. And that's what I did. And I got really involved in TV. And Will Murphy was a huge help in that. But then also Adam Bocart, uh, making small films with him as well and in his classes, and then getting to produce the TV shows in Will Murphy's practicum, all kinds of hands-on stuff. And then my senior year, 
I graduated in three and a half years. Let me preface with that. So I graduated in December of 2021. I was like freaking out. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what realm I want to go into. And uh, this job popped up and I talked to everybody. I was like, should I do it? Should I do it? And then I was like, yeah, I should. And I even talked to Hannah who helped me with my resume and my interview questions. And I ended up getting accepted for this job in November of 21 and then started January of 22. So it was really funny for me. So it was career day of 20, you graduated in December of 2021. So it was fall of 2021 career day. And we're out and about, right? Shaking hands and kissing babies like we do at career day. Well, it was post-COVID, so maybe yeah. <laughs> waving at babies. Wait, I don't yeah. remember. But, Probably. Um, yeah, I think we were. But Todd came up and he was like, hey, I need, he's like, I have an open position and I need blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, all right, okay, thanks. And then I kid you not, like six and a half minutes later, Lauren walks up and quick. like, hey, I'm looking for this position. And I was like, oh my goodness, like this is so easy. <laughs> And you were doing an interview for the campus TV station, right? Wasn't that why why you were there? Were you interviewing Hannah for that? Or were you just a student that just came up and asked? I was on KNWT Channel 8 as a reporter. Yeah. So I was doing a news story just on the career day. So it happened to work out. (laughs) Yeah. Magic happens when you come to career day. That's right. That's right. You just never know where it's going to come from. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what do you do in your position with your university marketing and communication is the office name. So, and you said you're a multimedia specialist. So I assume, you know, taking pictures and video, but what, what, what all do you do in that role? Yeah. So we're in the university marketing and communications department, but then we have our little nook over here, a little studio called multimedia services. Um, We do a lot of stuff. So two main things are uh, photography and videography, but then we also do some motion graphics, other things. They've done animations before, audio things. And we're just trying to essentially capture what it's like to be a student here at Northwest. Our main things that we focus on are recruitment and retention. So in all of my photos and videos that I make, I'm trying to portray like, okay, if I was, you know, in high school looking at colleges to go to, what would I want to see? What would I want to know? that a college student is doing at Northwest. And so we're trying to capture, you know, everybody having fun and all the good moments and stuff, which usually more than often than not, people really enjoy their time here. And there's a lot of experience here, experiences here that you enjoy. So it's not hard to capture or portray that at all. So most of my days consist of just if I don't have anything planned specifically for that day, I'll just go out on campus and see what's going on, snap some pictures, and more times than not, we can use them for something. So it's pretty awesome. So I really love hearing about the creative process that goes on in your head. Like, what are you thinking in order to set up some of these shots? There's three groups that I like to put them in, either out door stuff, like people walking on campus, events outside, events in general, anywhere, and then classroom photos, you know, people in the classroom, because that's what you come to college for. So the hardest photos to take are photos in the classroom or videos in the classroom, because it's like the same, but different. You know, people are usually sitting in rows. People usually have laptops or paper, pencil, whatever you use. And they're usually looking at the teacher and the teacher is looking at them. That's it. And it's a little daunting because you're like, 
I've taken this photo like 80,000 times. <laughs> but each time I'm trying to, when I go into a classroom, I think, you know, what's unique about this classroom that I could make like a focal point? Like, are they sitting in different kinds of desks? Or is there like a window into the classroom that I could shoot through to show the students sitting? Does the professor have a cool podium that they're using to speak to the students? So that's something that I try to look for. And also people who are really engaged in the class. And then with events, I do a thing. I When I'm looking through my camera, right? I'm looking through my viewfinder. I more times than not, I have the camera up to my face and I'm just looking rather than looking with my eyeballs because then I can capture moments as they're happening. Right. So I kind of will just like pick a spot, turn our circle, take pictures, move to another spot, spin in a circle, take pictures. And it's also anticipating moments as well. Like graduation is a good one because you know that there's going to be a point where this, where they stand, there's going to be a point where they shake hands. There's going to be a point where they get their diploma. There's going to be a point where they turn their tassel. Anticipating those moments has been extremely helpful in my photography. Same thing outside, like knowing what time of day it is. We love getting shots either really early in the morning or um, around sunset because the light's like coming through the trees. It's super beautiful. It highlights people or silhouettes them. So some of it's pre-planning and some of it's in the moment thinking like, okay, what's unique about the situation? What can I make creative out of this. Do you have a favorite event that you've covered on campus? Oh, okay. I just covered one of the coolest events I think I've ever covered here at Northwest. There's been so many, let me say it, it, there's been a lot, but just this past weekend, they had color wars. It was supposed to be color run, but you know, it's extremely hot here. It's mm-hmm. like an oven. <laughs> so they just had these like balls of this colored powder and they basically said like three, two, one, go and started throwing at each other. Oh my goodness. The photos are so vibrant and colorful and happy and fun. And these kids are just so excited to be here at school, but also interacting with each other. And you're combining, you know, for it's like a photographer's dream. You're combining a happy moment with beautiful light, with colors, which is you you're not going to see that in a classroom. Are you kidding me? Who who throws powder at each other in the classroom? Like, not more than once usually. <laughs> education innovation right here. Right. folks. <laughs> so I would say that has hit the top of my list literally two days ago. That has made the top of my list. So I thoroughly enjoy that. So yeah, anything unique like that we get to do top of my list. What goes into the back end part? So right. Part of it is shooting. Do you edit your photos? Does someone else edit your photos? What What's kind of that process? Our team consists of Todd, who's my boss, and then me. And then we have some student workers. Everyone gets to edit their own stuff, which is, I think, phenomenal because you get to see both sides. And that's really important. So for me, my workflow is I obviously go out and take the pictures, come back. Um, we do a, what we call, it's called ingesting So you put like the SD card into the computer, pull all the files off of it. And then we have a server that we keep everything on. And then um, we pull them into photo mechanic so we can add metadata. I don't know if you're familiar with what that is, but basically just like who shot it, what day, what's the caption, and then some keywords like 2023 or outside or campus. And then we pull it into Lightroom and we just color correct in there. Um, and then we post to Photo Shelter, which is the website that we use 
um, to share assets across campus. And our students, that's their workflow as well. So they already get this kind of professional experience, you know, while being students. Having photo shelter as someone who does content, like whether it's YouTube content or our Travis website, is a big fan. <laughs> being able to get on photo shelter and pull stuff off has made my life and my workflow is so much better. I used to have to email Todd every time I wanted something like, oh, I need a headshot of Lauren for the podcast. And then he'd have to find it and send it to me. Now I can just self-serve. It's changed. It literally changed my work life. So I'm yeah. so happy you all have that because it is so much easier to just go on. And like you say, those keywords that you put in a metadata, I can just search for stuff and in seconds, I can have it and have it downloaded and then use it for what I need. So it makes my life a lot easier as someone who has to use the awesome shots that you get of things like color wars. Like then I can put those on a poster for whatever we're doing. So it's really nice. Good. I'm glad to hear that because that's why we have it. So you mentioned having student employees. What do you look for in a student employee? That's something that we're struggling with right now. Actually, student employment's been really tough. The students that have been applying for our positions, at least, have just not been very willing to work or have not been punctual punctual or responsible. Um, we've had students that we've had to let go, unfortunately, because of repeat no-call, no-shows or being an hour late and just showing up and not texting us, being saying, hey, I'm going to be late. But then also some students I've noticed some of this work is a little physical, right? Because we're carrying <laughs> a camera bag. If anyone has ever campus. seen Lauren walking across campus or Todd, like they're like robots with all their gear. Yep. Yeah. I have to see a chiropractor and a massage therapist <laughs> very regularly. <laughs> and we put how we have a cart that we push to sometimes. So yeah, it's, it's quite physical. It's physical and also mentally demanding. And some students just aren't equipped for that. And that's okay. And, but it's just something, and we do tell them, you know, in the interviewing process, but then come job time, it's something that they seem to not really be interested in. And it's unfortunate because sometimes you do have to put in that really hard work to get those cool photos, like the color wars on Sunday. It was so miserably hot. I had sweat everywhere. My camera was wet. My phone like stopped working for like 10 minutes because it was overheated, you know, and we've been running around all weekend, you know, dehydrated and hungry, but trying to get these photos. And, but that's, if I didn't do that, I wouldn't get those awesome photos that are now my favorite. So that's something that we're, we've been looking for in students is just that they're willing to work hard. They're willing to do the work and they can show up, especially on time. So and I think that'd be the kind of job that a student could really build a portfolio out of the work that they like. What an yes. opportunity to get to do really high level work, but also have people who are really solid. Like you and Todd know your stuff. Your work is stellar. So great mentors built into the mm -hmm. job as well. Not just a chance for you to do it, but then to learn from people who are at the top of their game too. So any media students or <laughs> photography students. Yes. Go Call apply me. for jobs. You'll get really <laughs> awesome stuff. Yes. And we we interviewed someone from athletics at the end of last season, and they said the same thing that they're always looking for people for the teams, you know, to be able to, you know, and if you go with the football team, there's a chance you go to the national championship every season. Like, 
what an opportunity that is, but that there just aren't that many students that want to do it. So exactly. And I think that's something that luckily I got into the wedding videography business and I love doing little side gigs here and there all the time, lots of freelancing. So I had a portfolio, but I had friends that had literally nothing mm-hmm. in her portfolio. The only thing that was in their portfolio was from classroom work, right? Well, and, f- which is still <laughs> fine, <laughs> like which is okay. But you, if I'm going to choose between two people from Northwest and one has just stuff, classroom assignments like Adam Bocart's uh, film, you know, versus someone who has that film, but then also went, maybe they work with us or maybe they went out on their own and just took pictures one day of people by the pond without being asked. I would choose this person because that shows initiative and that shows that you know, they've had some more experiences and um, they're willing to try new things. And that's really important. And people, I, students, if you're watching this, <laughs> we look for that stuff. You know, it is great that you have your classroom work, but we want to see that you're going out and trying different things and getting those new, new experiences because then we know that you're creative and you'll be a good worker. One of my biggest pet peeves is people who say I'm not creative because I think what you don't understand is how much work. So exactly what you're saying, what is creativity? Creativity is just the initiative to go out and put in the reps in what you're doing. So if it's taking photos, it's taking photos. If it's editing Travis, if it's editing the podcast, it's getting those reps in of editing podcasts. And so when people say I'm not creative, I'm like, Hmm. Okay. I don't know if I believe that. So we're just going to start there. And so if anyone's out there listening to me, you know how to get to me. You can just come up and tell me that you're not creative and I will go to war with you. So I'm off my soapbox now, but that's how you become creative is you create things. It's not about this natural ability that you have. It's going out and sweating at the color wars. Cause I'm sure you had some color on you too, all up in that camera. Like, oh Yeah. it's going out and, and sweating and doing all of the hard work, being creative just takes experiences and getting out there and putting yourself out there. It's, it's not about this like internal process or anything. So thank you for helping me get on the soapbox. Yes. I love it. (laughs) So I want to pivot to then you have been here. So you started in January of 22, right? As a full-time employee. Yes. Yes. As a full-time employee. Like, what are you looking toward for the future? Like, what are you, what do you see in terms of like future career steps for yourself? That's a great question. That's something I've been thinking about a lot because I'm not hundred percent sure, but I do love what I do, of course, but I'm only 23. <laughs> so I have so much time and I know I have so many opportunities, but I don't know. I, you know, I take photos and videos on the side for um, different organizations and people like Big Brothers Big Sisters is one of my main ones. It's something that's really close to my heart. But also I've done like engagements and senior photos and whatnot. And I think that expanding in that realm too, because I'm such, I always have, I swear, I always have a side gig. I like to hustle. (laughs) I, you know, keep doing that because that also stretches my mind and my creativity. And, but then for career. You can't, it's hard to make a career out of that, of course, you know, especially freelancing. And that's also why I got into this job because, you know, insurance, that's important. We all love insurance. <laughs> yes, we do. But I think 
if anything, the next step would be possibly, um, especially one of the perks of working here at the university is that uh, you can take classes for free. And I have always had so many different interests for sure. And so I think maybe expanding on those too, because I already know that I love photography and videography. I'm semi-okay at it. (laughs) Um, And so while I'm working on that, maybe expanding my opportunities by taking some classes because I do love to learn and maybe seeing how else I can use my talents in a job. Uh, One of the things that I'm really passionate about too is teaching. Um, So I've thought about maybe taking some education classes because when I was in college, a couple of summers, I was a video instructor, but camp counselor at a girls camp in New York. Um, And that was really eye-opening because I was like, wow, I can do what I love while also inspiring others and teaching them. And then in this role, it's been great being a student uh, employee supervisor because then I've been able to train them how to do what I love and then see them grow, which is huge. So I think that's something that I might be pursuing. But other than that, I'm not 100% sure. <laughs> so I got that new master's in calm that I'm doing. So you could join me and get that content area oh, that you yeah. can teach over there. So. That would be super fun. Yeah, I have looked into that. And Matt Walker is pretty cool. So I've talked to him about that. And I know all the professors over there now, they're great. So that would be really interesting. You mentioned like freelancing and stuff like that. What are some of the, like if a student's wanting to do that, what as someone who's been successfully doing it since you were a teenager, what advice would you give someone who's maybe thinking about starting out? Maybe something they didn't think about that they need to know. So I would work under someone first. You, there's so many behind the scenes things that as a 17 year old, I had no clue. Like taxes, whoo! When your tax lady calls you and she's like, So, where is X, Y, and Z? And you're like, I just like, <laughs> it's a little scary, but you know, everything is figure outable. That's one of my mottos. And so, but working under someone first and having a mentor, knowing, okay, these are expenses I need to keep track of. I need to keep track of my mileage. I need to keep track of my camera equipment and warranties and um, I contracts, huge. Legal is a huge deal in the freelance world that, you know, being a 17 year old, you have no clue. And so when you, I've, you know, there's people that this is their full-time gig, you know, people that are wedding photographers or videographers 24 seven, I would reach out to them first, even if you're not working for them, reach out to them and be like, Hey, what are some things that I need to get started? Um, uh, besides having a camera and a laptop, you know, um, that's something huge that I would do. That's probably my biggest tip of advice because I learned the hard way more than twice. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, but hopefully I can use those experiences to teach others. And so that's why I say, you know, reach out to somebody that's done it before or work for them. So, so if you have any questions about depreciation on your camera, you should tell Lauren and Lauren will say, here's my accountants. <laughs> I should make a handbook. Here we go. <laughs> Another side gig, sell an ebook. <laughs> there you go. I'm supportive. Oh, let's go. What are you looking most forward to this next fall semester? Um, in terms of my career, anything at all. Oh, so many things. We'll start with my career. Cause that's where my mind goes first. We have awesome gear here. We have really been taken care of and, you know, people in our office have really advocated for us. And that's huge because sometimes that's not 
done, you know, in media. And so especially that our students get the opportunity to use the equipment that they have and get to do the things that they do. I'm just so excited to see, you know, what they do with this equipment and how they grow and how they learn. Um, that's huge. And I'm already seeing growth in our students and they've only been here not even a week. <laughs> and so that's something I'm really excited for. And then uh, in my life, my little sister, Brooklyn, she just moved here on campus. I'm so excited, looking forward to spending so much more time with her. <laughs> we are very close and I've already hung out with her like four times. And once again, she hasn't even been here a week yet. <laughs> This is day two. Yeah. yeah. So I'm really excited for that. And just, I, and I love learning and growing, you know, continuing to get, in, get involved in my community and do things like this. Like, this is huge. I also just uh, completed Leadership Maryville. That was super awesome. Um, and just meeting more people in the community and volunteering and all that. I, I'm so stoked. <laughs> I love it. We're glad you're here. Yes, we appreciate all the stuff that you do, not just on campus, but in the community as well. So thank thank you you. so much for being our first guest of season five. Thanks. All right. Well, that will do it for another episode of Behind the Bearcat. We will talk to you next time. Mm -hmm.